Alrighty, we're going into part two of Love Knows No Bounds, and um, like I promised in this episode, I'm going to break down um, my fundamentals, my my principles, and how I structure um, my my view on on love, and um, (coughs) which is kind of odd because I don't think many people want to create a structure or like a skeleton of what love is like what are the basics um and it's very subjective you can tell yourself what love is all day long from whatever viewpoint you know you want to give it i suppose i want to and i know this isn't what i shouldn't say what i should say but i I want to optimize love (laughs) i want to get as much as i can from it Probably because I know how finite uh, life is. And why not try to get every ounce out of a relationship? I mean, I'm sure not many people want that. But hey, you know what? Maybe I do. So um, let me just go right into it. I understand that life is very random. But uh, that doesn't mean that we have to treat every situation as so. As just you wake up and there you go. You're going to live life and just give it your all. Give it your best. That's a, that's a good way. It's, it's, it's not a bad way to live for sure. I just don't think that's a way to really optimize your life. I don't think that's really giving an opportunity to be the very best version of yourself. We call it, you know, you can call it self-improvement. Um, but what, what, just waking up and not recording anything or just waking up and saying, hey, I'm, I may or may not go to the gym or I may or may not eat healthy or I may or may not, you know, solve my problems. I'm just going to roll with it. I mean, yeah, you can survive off that. And I would argue a very small, small percentage of people can optimize their, their life that way but um i know i can't and i'm gonna bet that you probably can't either <laughs> but uh, again i might be wrong uh what what, what are the most important principles of a, of a fun relationship and i use the word fun because i think that's what every relationship should be in some aspect it should be fun that should be the common denominator of all relationships it should be fun a work relationship, it should be fun. An intimate relationship, it should be fun. Your relationship with your father or mother, in some ways, it should still be fun. Though with those two, <laughs> I think they're there more for to build to help you build structure. But uh, you know, again, that's an that's another complaining aspect that I can get into. Um, I believe it's these principles that I call the skeleton of a relationship. Um, that I'm going to dwell on in a, in a moment. It, it's it's the framework that is needed in order for a relationship to last. So not only do I want it to be fun, but I want the relationship to last. I want to see how long I can go in this relationship. The goal is to go as long as I can. Okay, that's 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 at least that would be my end game. How how far can I go before it's, I can't anymore? Um. All I'm trying to do is build more opportunity for my relationship to last longer, again, and to be more fun, 
and I don't want to I don't want to stay in in a in a mediocre or complacent type of relationship. Um, I want my relationship to be based on growth, clarity, and again, above all, it should be fun. Okay, let's uh, let's go into the the principles. Alrighty. Okay, the skeleton of love. I'm going to start off. Let me just let me um go ahead and just name them off. There's uh there's five of them so far. So I have five principles or five. Um, yeah, let's call it five principles of, of love. The first one is curiosity. Okay, and, and with these principles, we're, we're going to learn how to cultivate each 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 principle. The first one is curiosity. The next one is adventure. The third one is compassion. The fourth one is flirting, and the fifth one is grit. That is love in a nutshell for me those five principles that's it that's all love is there i did it <laughs> you see it's, it's 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 odd for me to say that because you're like what that that's it that's that's love to you yeah that's love in a nutshell for me that's what i've come to believe and i'll, and I'll go in, in in depth right now so curiosity, you know, what's curiosity? I think that's super important as the skeleton of love. Um, what what am what am I interested in right now? What am I curious about? What is my spouse or partner interested in? How can I be curious of that person? What it does, what curiosity does, I, I think that's probably the most important one to me, is that um, helps you explore yourself and that other person not just their mind but their body as well um it, it, it allows you to ask more pressing questions you know about each other you know you could even like the question i, I love that along the baton says what makes you crazy curiosity is crucial in a relationship crucial because we all want to be wanted right or thought about and curiosity does that. It, it keeps you in the realm of thinking of that other person and of yourself. Man, I wonder what I wonder what she's into today. I wonder what I'm into today. You know, because people change daily and at a very small, you know, you know level. You know, you know, what are what are those nuances in each of us? Curiosity kind of keeps tabs. I feel like on those nuances. That's why, to me, curiosity is just so crucial the next one is ad adventure you know and i what, 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 what i think adventure is it's uh at a basic level it's it's getting your adrenaline up you know getting those memories in of of, of when you had a lot of adrenaline it's enjoying the outdoors together you know watching this the sunset or watching the sunrise being outside not being cooped up in the house all day long you know, seeing new cities, you know, playing games with each other. That could be an adventure if you got to stay in, you know, telling stories. That can be an adventure. Can you create a, you know, a, an adventure in my mind? Can, can you be a good storyteller? I think storytelling is pretty pretty important in a relationship. And I think that could kind of tie into an adventure. Um, and exploring anything together. Anything could be explored together. So like be 
almost like uh, mini explorers with each other. That's how you can cultivate an adventure. It's 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 adding to your story. It's what makes the story kind of fun in the end. To when you look back, it wasn't just where I kind of feel my life is right now. And that could be an episode on complaining, but it's like it, I kind of just feel like I'm going to work and taking care of kids. That's kind of where you know. That's I, do I have adventure with the kids and my wife and at work? Yeah, I do. But do I? Am I having a lot of adventure with just my wife? No. I don't feel that way. I have a lot of gratitude when we do do something. That's true. But I don't feel like I'm really cultivating a lot of adventure. And again, I, I, I can do better. I don't have to blame other people. But adventure is, is very important. Not just to you know, get more adrenaline going, but it's, it's, it's adding to that story. Your, your special story. That's what's good about it, the adventure. Compassion. Compassion's a big one. Can we think of um, our partner deeply? Can we put ourselves in their shoes without using so much of our own personal bias? Stop and really think about what they're suffering. Are we making them suffer? What are they suffering right now? These are the questions that I, I try to ask myself when it comes to my partner, my wife. Am I, am I a part of the problem? What is she suffering about? How was her day at work? How does she feel? Can I put myself in you know, her shoes? Can I stop with this incessant me, 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 me? You know, let me not think about me for one fucking second. Let me have some compassion for this person. What's wrong? How can I be there? How can I help? It's not so much about having an answer, but more of just being, in quotations, being there. The energy the body produces is, is enough sometimes. Just having the compassion of thought that you're able to think about another person, not just yourself. Because the ego always wants to chime in. Always, always. What's in it for me? You know, motives. What's my incentive here? You know, can we stop that? Can we pause it for just a, just a sec? That's what I like about compassion. Kind of keeps me in check. Flirting. Flirting to me is, is big because kind of what separates the, our my relationship with, with my wife to a relationship with, let's say, my sister. I love being curious about my sister. I would love to have more adventure with my sister. I want to have compassion with my sister. But I don't want to fucking flirt with my sister. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, I, I want to flirt with my wife. I got to create some sort of sexual landscape. It's not, you know what I like about flirting? Other than what's important when it comes to flirting is that it's it's the basic basic level of of an intimate relationship it's it's what's the, it's the the basic the most basic thing you can do is flirt with someone hey you look good fuck it I, I like i like breaking down things to its core not even saying anything looking at that person with intent more than a second you know a, a 3 second glance or or whatever look you know like literally checking someone out that's what I try to do with my wife. I, I, look, I check her out. 
I'm like, damn, look at that piece of ass. <sighs> Jesus. Then I go a little bit deeper. Get it? When I go a little bit deeper, I say, you know, let me give you some hugs and kisses. So then I, I go and give her just the easiest hug. Or sometimes just a kiss on the cheek. It doesn't have to be in her lips. It could be in the cheek. And then it just goes on from there. It gets a little bit more intense. I, I turn up the intensity. She does the same thing to me. Do I want her to come home and say, hey, you know what? I'm ready to bang. <laughs> Hell yeah, I do. It doesn't work that way with me, though. It's, 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 it's incremental. It's, it's like, okay, she gives me a kiss. Gives, gives me a longer hug. Talks to me more. Tells me how, how much she loves me. It, there's a lot of things that go with, with flirting. And I love, I love that about flirting. Um, it could be just like a, again, like a longer touch on the hand, on the back, anything. Sometimes a small dance. You know, it's all just for you. Um, I always try to use this thought experiment too. Like, what if there's, I wasn't able to have sex with, with my wife. But what if that was the truth? There's people out there that, they go to war, they come back, you know, either mentally they're not there for, for their spouse or, or they do, physically they, their body's just not there. What are you going to do? Are you, is it over? Is the intimacy over? Is, is the flirting over? Give me a break. Create a sexual landscape. Create that landscape for that person. Make that person think about it. Always. That's what I love about flirting. It starts out small, but... You can say things like, have you ever thought of me like this? Or, I think of you like this. There's, the mind is going to create more than what you're, <laughs> than what you're doing. That small touch you do, it, it's magnified later in their mind, in your partner's mind later. So it's, that's why it's very important to create that landscape. Let them think about it. Love is subjective. It's it's their version, not yours. You're just there to help out. So give them something to think about. That's what I love about flirting. Don't know what to, to say or do? Create a game. That's what I like about games. There's something about games that it, it takes away from like, for me, like overthinking. If I just frame it as a game, I'm like, okay, it's... Well, if I if I lose in this game, then hey, it's just it was just the game. We're here just to play, just to have fun. So this doesn't it doesn't feel as uh, I don't know, like because my mind kind constantly wants to have doubt and, and and be uncertain. Creating these little mini games with someone it it's it's kind of helpful. When I have doubt, I just say, hey, it's just a fucking game, <laughs> and then move on. Um, the fifth one is grit. You know, why is grit in there? That's something I added, honestly, today. I had it in my notes, but I said, hey, do you know what? Curiosity, adventure, compassion, flirting, those are all important. But you got to have grit in a relationship because it's not always good. It's not always perfect. How much can I take of myself and my flaws? How much can I take of your flaws? How much of life can I take? Can I build more resilience? Building resilience is huge. Can I face my fears? Can I help you face yours? Do I want more? With grit, it makes me want more. I don't get that feeling of getting stale. 
I can pause with someone, but I want to move on with grit. I don't want to give up because of grit. I have it, and I want to build resilience with it. I want to move on. Let's continue. This isn't easy. This is hard. And grit, it helps you. It pushes you to go on another minute, another second. Because maybe you don't feel that way, but there's people out there in their relationship where they're doing it minute by minute. Like they can't take it. They don't know what else to think. And that could be dangerous at at times. But if you got grit, you want to continue. You want to move on. So those are the skeleton. That's the skeleton of love. Those are my those are my five principles. But just because I have um, these principles, <clears throat> um, there, there there has to be a philosophy behind the principles. Okay, um, it's easy for me to say, okay, these are the five things that you have to focus on. Get your ass out there and focus on them. Okay, these are the. This what I'm going to say next is the philosophy behind the skeleton of love. So, if I could draw it out in your head, think of the skeleton or or um, th- these foundations or these principles as a circle, and then outside that circle, there's a bigger circle that's shrouding the um, the principles. And then this it would be the philosophy. And the first one is having I've said it many times having a belief system that these principles are true. That I'm not bullshitting you. That these are truly my Berto's number one principles. I believe in them. I believe that with curiosity I can find more success. I believe that adventure is important. I believe compassion is, is crucial. I believe flirting is needed. I believe grit will get me there. I believe these principles to be true. So if I, just because I'm giving you these principles, if you don't believe that it's true, it don't mean shit. You can't continue. That's what I'm trying to say. Second rule, so that's rule number one. Second rule of, of, of the, um, the, the, these principles is adaptation. What you do to cultivate these principles, they're, they're subject to change. So you got to be ready. You have to understand that you have to adapt to the way you, you're trying to cultivate curiosity. That the things you find adventurous probably won't be adventurous in a year. You know, the way you deal with compassion is working now. But in a couple of years, it's not going to work anymore. It kind of loses its, 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 its oomph. So rule number two is, can you adapt? Can you adapt? These principles can change on you. Are you ready when it does? That's what I'm trying to say. Rule number three um, is enthusiasm. How much enthusiasm, how much energy are you putting into this adventure? Compassion, curiosity flirting are you enthusiastic when you give a hug see what i'm saying oh you just give a hug cool without enthusiasm mm, i don't know if it feels that real to the other person it could feel real to you but put a little bit more enthusiasm in it okay i mean when you're going out on an adventure are you smiling at least <laughs> are you laughing Put some, put some more oomph into it. Put some more energy into it. Put some more enthusiasm into it. That's rule number three. Rule number four is uh, fear. That's another part that um, that um, encompasses these principles. Uh, a lot of these principles are still, they're still shrouded in self-doubt. 
um, are these principles working? Do I even care? Do they even care? Your mind is always creating uncertainty, and it's and it's okay to ask you know better questions to it. Like, oh, what is it that I'm so worried about? Ask yourself that, and usually fear will kick in and say, well, because you suck. These things don't make sense. This person doesn't care. Ah, okay, chill out. We don't know that. Is there a part of the adventure that you maybe you're, you're not liking? And this is me asking myself that. I can have these inner dialogues with myself. Yeah, well, you know what? You went on a 10-mile hike and she likes five. Okay, let's let's turn it down. Let's go to two. It's just the act of going on a hike. You see what I'm saying, Roberto? So it's it's good to have that inner dialogue with yourself because fear will, 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 will really try to um, put a damper on these principles so it's okay you know breathe and tell yourself hey you know what let's uh let's let's focus on improving it's when you really give into fear where you're like okay i think you're right i you're absolute for your fear you're absolutely absolutely right i have too much doubt it's just not gonna work let me just go back to waking up and figuring it out it's like ah, all right you know you didn't have to go that route you just had to understand that fear is a part of um of life and a part of these principles okay uh where am i at now oh and then the next part which is i just wrote this down just now but um so there's a circle there's the outer circle and the last outer circle um that you have to remember is that um it's a quote from uh richard uh richard Feynman. It's the uh, the first principle, and I'm talking about principles, believe it or not. The first principle is that you must not fool yourself, and you are the easiest person to fool. I, I, I love that quote because it's, it's so true. You know, arrogance or ignorance can kind of kick in. You start to think more about yourself and saying, hey, you know what, I'm, I'm doing a really good job you know, in the way I handle my relationship. So I don't really need these principles. I don't really need to think about how to improve. I'm doing a really good job. And I'm not trying to say you're not. Oh, I, get, oh, I just can't say that all of you listening are doing a good job. That's all I'm saying. Bite me. <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me otherwise. Tell me how good you're doing. You know, truth, truthfully, tell me how good you're doing. But I want an honest answer from your partner, saying, "Oh yeah, they're doing, they're, they're perfect. I'm where I, exactly where I want to be. I'm not gonna judge. I just want to know. Cool. Are you guys both accelerating your lives? Are you guys both getting better from each other? Or again, are you getting stale? Are you are you okay with mediocrity? Are you okay with just being complacent? Is that what the relationship is about?" What are we doing to cultivate adventure? What are we doing for this? What are we doing for that? You see, that, that's all I'm saying. I truly do want you to be the very best version of yourself. And it is a little hard to do it on your own. I'm a freak. I got mentors online, and they were the ones who helped me. Don't forget, I got a, <laughs> a father who's a, who's a therapist. If I have any questions... He's there to help me as well. So I, I'm really lucky to have all these people. 
and 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 my mother as well. She's she's more of the the poetic type, and um, she does make me think, and I love the way she she frames love as well. Um, but yeah, Josh, don't forget. Um, I wrote down here. Uh, always find the precursors to to everything. So uh, I hope these these principles really helped you. I, I, I wouldn't mind to do, you know, another episode that kind of ties into how I build the action to to um, towards flirting or, or towards these principles. Like, what is it that I do? I really want to do a part three on this on love knows no bounds part three. Um, what are the habits I'm, I'm doing? Like, how, here's, here's, here's a great one. How do you create, see the precursor thing I'm talking about? How do you create habits? How do you create a lasting habits? How do you detangle a bad habit? You know, how do you take action? What am I doing to take action? You know, taking action takes some accountability. I break down each action for you. How am I following these principles? Like, what am I doing? Um, for instance, when, when it comes to the precursor to enthusiasm is having a belief system. I wouldn't be enthusiastic if I didn't believe that these things were important. You see what I'm saying? That's a precursor to enthusiasm. The precursor to energy. It's easy for me to say like, oh yeah, are you putting in energy? Are you putting in any, any energy? Yeah. Easy to fucking say, right? What's the precursor to energy? tell you right now it's getting good sleep it's having a good diet it's having mental clarity but then how you how do you cultivate that see what i'm saying there's always something else and i'm just going deeper and deeper and deeper i'm I'm going to the core of it all you can't do any of these things yes these principles are important yes you have to have a belief system you have to understand that fear is there you have to be enthusiastic Yes, I, I, the, all those rules work. But you have to have energy to do all these things. You got to get good sleep. Well, how do you cultivate good sleep? We'll talk about it on another podcast. How do you get a good diet? We'll talk about it on another podcast. How do you get mental clarity? We're going to have to talk about that again. You see what I'm saying? It, it, it doesn't end, but, but there are answers out there. And you and I are going to find them together. We're just... I'm hoping that you're asking more questions. That's all I want you to get out of this podcast right now is, are you able to ask a better question? Remember, most of the people aren't going to have the answers. They're just going to suggest things to you. You're going to have to find the answers yourself. I'm not going to promise any answers. I'm just hoping that I can lay out enough good questions. All right. Well, again, thank you so much for listening. I thought this was a really fun one, this part two. And I can't wait to do a a part three where we we do break down um, the the principles. Uh, But thank you so much for listening. And I had a great time on this one. Uh, I hope you're listening. Hope you're getting anything good out of this. Um, Yeah, I guess I'll see you soon with part three. I'm going to get to writing on it as soon as possible. Oh, and just uh, some house... House cleaning on um, on the podcast. I, I got uh, my Zoom H5. I got a Shure mic. I got XLR cables. So I'm I'm looking for guests to to come on the show. Where again, it's called the Complainers Compound, where they can kind of complain about something, and then we use some um, some really good principles to get them out. Um, I want 
to be able to change their mindset and and and, and get them to ask themselves a better question and understand that um, maybe they're being a little bit too uh, egotistical on, on on their thought process because I kind of feel like I do it, you do it, we all do it. So what's a what's a better way to look at a new angle? So yeah, I'm excited to get some guests on there. And uh, yeah, there we go. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.